0: Welcome back into The Great Scott Show. Joining me now, play-by-play man for the UT Arlington Mavericks, who is in Louisiana's Raging Cajuns this weekend. Over in Arlington, Josh Sowers joins us on the phone line. Good morning, Josh. How are you?
1: Scott Good morning, Hey, play-by-play play, man. That's a that's a nice title right there. I appreciate that.
0: <laughs> Voice of play-by. I mean, what you know, I you could go a number of different places, but uh, we just want to bring you on to talk about the Mavericks. Who um, I you know, I think they're a, a slight favorite tonight over the Cajuns. But it's been such a weird season to start, obviously because of COVID and whatnot and player availability, but. Uh, Six and six start. What's, What's the biggest takeaway for you over the first 12 games for the Mavericks?
1: Well, uh, like he kind of said with uh, with with COVID, it's been such a mystery, uh, and it's been such a mystery trying to find out you know who exactly what your team is and uh, who your opponent uh, really is because as with the scheduling and and, Rage and Cajuns know this just as well that um, you're not necessarily playing is you're not playing as many games in non conference and you're playing against some teams that are not even in Division One and that's exactly what's happened with the Mavericks now UTA has had a very difficult non conference schedule. Uh, went up to Arkansas hosted Oklahoma State Uh, Cade Cunningham probably going to go number one in the draft we got to look at him in his very first college game Uh, and so UTA's played some tough games but kind of the takeaway is just trying to figure out your identity because practices have been limited and uh, you know some teams have had to shut down due to COVID but it's kind of just been a a big giant mystery box uh, for college basketball this season and now as we get into conference I think we're Finally, starting to see uh, that identity and kind of who who is going to be that team uh, this year and what your team is going to even look like.
0: You know, I've I've looked over the game notes, I've looked at box scores, stats. I haven't gotten to see the Mavericks play, but just judging from you know the minutes, um, it's not like their rotation is is I maybe it is razor thin. You could tell me, but it seems like they're playing a lot of players here.
1: Yeah, the depth has been uh, the the number one storyline for this team. Uh, Sixteen players on the roster, nobody's sitting out, uh, and and everybody's got to play. And uh, really, there's 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 probably going to be fifteen available uh, available tonight. Now there's we do have a bit of an injury bug going around, so a couple of guys are questionable, but uh, this is a deep team. Uh, it's kind of a rejuvenated squad as well. And this is uh, Chris Ogden, head coach. Uh, he's in his third season. This is uh, no doubt probably the best offensive. Team that he's had, uh, because our three-point shooting has been uh, has been really spectacular. It's top thirty in the nation, um, and it, it's it's a youthful squad. They've got a, we've got some transfers come in, but the offense really is a storyline for this team. Something we haven't had in the last couple of seasons. It's mainly been a defensive-based team. This year, it's kind of more the strength is the offense.
0: Well, you haven't been at home a ton. Now uh, you're at home tonight and tomorrow against. Louisiana and you mentioned the 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 depth of the roster obviously in a season like this one where you're having to play games less than 24 hours apart uh, that's a big key and you got the Cajuns who came into this season missing you know several of their key players that they're hoping to get back in February have you seen just you know in the first two series in your mind The difference between a Friday and Saturday game, have you seen that that depth come into play just based on, I guess, general fatigue when guys are having to, on another team, play a ton of minutes?
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. And uh, the, the last couple road trips, I've got to sit in with uh, with our coaches, uh, you know, examining the film after the uh, the Friday night game, uh, because you can examine it all you want, but uh, the clock is going to keep ticking, and uh, that next game starts uh, starts pretty soon. Uh, so depth is an issue. Well, not not necessarily an issue, but if they see guys come in for maybe three, four, five minutes that maybe didn't even get to play or didn't play that much, if they liked what they've seen, then those guys are going to get some more minutes in the Saturday game, if you will. Um, and then it kind of works vice versa as well. So it's interesting. Those coaches, uh, those Friday night, you don't get a whole lot of sleep uh, because you're right in early Saturday morning, you're showing the team a little bit of film, uh, showing them what they can work on, the minor adjustments. You can't make that many adjustments, but you can make some minor adjustments. So uh, I personally like it. Uh, I kind of like the uh, the double. So far, kind of like being in a city two two games in a row, two days in a row. And uh, I mean, you can learn a lot about your team because if if you lose on Friday night, hey, that's tough, but we got to go back and get them Saturday. You can't think too much of it. And if you win Friday night, hey, you got to keep the pedal to the metal, if you will, and we got to get this sweep.
0: Josh Showers, voice of the UTA Mavericks, our guest. They're uh, hosting Louisiana's Raging Cajuns from the uh, Raging Cajun Sports Network. You can hear that radio call here tonight, pregame at 5.30, tip-off at 6. You mentioned being able to uh, spend some time with head coach Chris Ogden and the staff. Have they talked to you at all about their thoughts on the Raging Cajuns?
1: Well, as as we all know, these two teams, it's it's kind of a, a a born rivalry uh i like these two teams when they play each other because they're always hard they're always physical and uh you know and, and you mentioned the rage occasions was, was doused with injuries uh last season and a little bit this year as well but uh you know the guy that everybody's circling is, is cedric russell you know we've been seeing him for years uh and just how prolific he can be and you know he's absolutely explosive uh and then and rage and cajuns fan know what happened uh in arlington last year as uh as a junior at the time, Dugay hits a uh, hits a three pointer off balance shot, uh, you know, as time's expiring. And then uh, later on that night, I see it on number one on Sports Center for the uh, game winner. So uh, it's a, it's it's a fun series. There's been some incredible games uh, between these two teams. But uh, you know, Bob Marlin, he's going to have those guys ready to go. But uh, tough physical, and I think I think we're in for a for an offensive shootout here tonight.
0: Lots of points probably tonight in this one. Um, for those that are interested, I think. Mentioned UTA being a, uh, a a three and a half point favorite, but I don't know what the over under is in it. But we look at the over in this one. I think it's one forty seven. So, yeah, uh, they're expecting lots of points in this one. And um, I don't know, man. The Cajuns have been involved in a number of overtime games already this season. I won't be surprised if tonight's another one. I, I do. I, I'm with you, um, Josh. I think it's. Uh, I think on paper at least. You could say, "Well, this team's got more depth, or this team has this." I just think when these two teams meet up, you're expecting a close finish. I think that's safe to say at this point.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And like I said in the series, these two teams, when they first started meeting in the Sun Belt 2013, 2014, uh, there there has been some incredible games. And uh, you know, I can remember back in the Sun Belt Conference Tournament back in 2017, 2018, just how wild of a game. Uh, that was high score. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, I had that to bring a, that. up That was a, little a bit. tough one uh, for the Cajuns. Yeah, yeah. It, it definitely was. Um, but yeah, like you said, yeah. The uh, the, uh, the over. Uh, I don't know if we're supposed to talk about that or not, but I definitely would kind of take a look at that. Just because UTA has been such a good three point shooting team, and uh, I know how much the Raging Cajuns fans uh, love the ULM Warhawks. So I'm sure there was a, a smiling grin on everybody's face as uh, as you saw UTA's uh, crazy uh, win on Saturday over ULM. We were down. Uh, Down 74-70 with 20 seconds left, go down, hit a three, and then uh, uh, steal the inbound and uh, have a layup with six seconds left. And uh, ULM doesn't call a timeout, and we don't allow them get a shot off, and we uh, kind of stole one on Saturday. Uh, So it's it's, and you just don't know where these games are going to go. You you really don't. Um, I think you're going to start to get that trend now uh, as games go along, and hopefully we can continue to keep playing these games. Uh, I know the women's side, are, unfortunately, the women's team series had to be canceled because uh, the Lady Mavs were supposed to be in the to them tonight. But unfortunately, that's not going to be a thing. Uh, but I think we're starting to learn these teams a little bit more now.
0: Yeah, it, it, Josh Shower is our guest. I just hope the lights don't go out late in the game. I mean, that's as long as the lights stay on, we're good to go.
1: You know, I'm actually waking up early. I've got my hard hat on right now, and I'm uh, going around, and I'm kind of checking all the lights, which is making sure uh, we're going to be good to go tonight. I can't. That was probably one of the wildest things I've seen this year.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've seen some crazy stuff in some Cajun games. I mean, years ago, when Western Kentucky was in the Sun Belt, there was a, a play in Bowling Green where uh, at the end of the game, the Cajuns had six players on the floor. And, I mean, I, not, not on they weren't trying to pull one over on them. It was obviously an error. But mm-hmm. the rest didn't even catch it. And I was like, man, that's probably, that might be the craziest ending I see. Well, no, last Friday was pretty crazy. But, um, you know, I don't if folks will point to larger things or something outside. Like, it was just a mistake. And the, the Sun Belt quickly came out with a statement. I'm, I'm sometimes critical of them of being a bit too quiet. But conference office came out with a statement pretty quick on Friday night to just say, look, uh, the refs, uh, they screwed this one up a little bit.
1: Yeah, and the the game against ULM for us on Saturday, we actually had those refs. And so it, it, we didn't bring it up. The coaches didn't talk about it at all. But, you know, the back of my head, like, okay, like, I know how those referees are feeling. They've kind of got the spotlight on them now. Like, how is this game going to be called? and I thought a great game on Saturday, but, uh, yeah. And you mentioned that Western Kentucky, we're in a, we're in a Sunbelt conference broadcaster group text and that, uh, that tall tale gets told every now and then. So I, I know what you're speaking of. <laughs> Josh
0: Towers has been our guest. All right. Well, tell my, uh, tell my buddy, my friend Jay Walker hi for me tonight. And uh, thanks for coming on this morning. And maybe, uh, when you guys come to the Cajun home later this year, we can have you on again.
1: Absolutely, Scott. Good times. Yeah, I'm going to take Jay to get some tacos. He wanted some tacos today, so I'm going to bring him some tacos today.
0: Well, you know, if you're buying, just just be careful. He might eat about eight or
1: nine. (laughs) Absolutely. I've seen it in person.
0: All right, Josh. Have a good one, man. Thanks, Scott. Appreciate it. You got it.